Assalamu alaikum guys, inshallah you are all well and welcome to yours truly. Um, so, I have been contemplating about making my own podcast for a while. I have gotten many messages from um, sisters as well regarding this topic since I featured on um, my husband's podcast, Mind Heist. Uh, so his and Emin's podcast, Mind Heist, and yeah, and ever since then, I've just gotten many messages of featuring more on theirs or hosting my own. So lo and behold, <laughs> I have decided to host my own. Um, may Allah put barakah and success in it, inshallah, Amin, and may you all benefit. So I guess I shall start by introducing myself a little bit for those who don't know who I am. My name is Amina. I am 23 years old. I am a born Muslim, alhamdulillah. My father is Algerian and my mother is English. And I am also a mother and a wife. Um, I will have my husband on most of my podcasts. Hello. For those who know him already. He is Akhi Tweet. And yeah, I'm just going to let him introduce himself quickly. So for those who don't, they have an idea of who he is and what he's about. Um, I'm here supporting Amina with her new project. And uh, this isn't this isn't you know a, a male centered thing. This is mainly going to be a focus for women, for women, by women. Um, but plus a man. <laughs> but no, it's it's good to have a, ma- a man's perspective in a lot of things. I'm sure there's a lot of yeah. women with questions and ideas and thoughts about how men think. And mm-hmm, um, definitely, I'm not saying that I think like all men, but I have been exposed to many men. And I am a man myself. Last time, uh, I thought about it. So, um, I should hope so. So yeah, essentially, um, just a, a sprinkle of male perspective. I think is a way. Oh, I like that. A sprinkle of male perspective. Just a sprinkle. Otherwise, it's just, too much yeah, for just, you. Just, just a sprinkle. Um, so today's topic, inshallah, um, is going to be about self-discovery and discovering yourself. So I feel like. Um, I feel like everybody in their life at some point they go through a identity crisis and they don't really know who they are, what they represent or what they stand for. Um, And that comes at many different times for people. It could be in the early stages of their life when they are teenagers. It could be later on in their adulthood. It could be very much very later, later on when they're very much mature and retired and yeah, it can come at very, very different stages for different people. And it's something, like I said, that I think everybody goes through. Um, and it's just something that I think is really an important topic that needs to be spoken about, especially today. I feel like, especially now, the youth are very much confused in who they are and what they should be because we have society and social media pushing us and pressuring us to be a certain person or look a certain way or talk a certain way or do a certain thing. Nobody's really allowing everybody to be their own person and flourish and explore and express who they are freely everybody's got some sort of um box that they are put in by whatever standard that is it could be from society it could be from family it could be from their own issues um yeah and uh i think a quote that really resonates with me is focus on finding yourself Otherwise, you jump from thing to thing, never finding true fulfillment. And it's so, so true that when you really don't know who you are and what you represent and what your purpose is, you're constantly jumping on to the next phase, the next trend, um, the next thing 
you're never really comfortable in where you're at because you don't know exactly who you are and where you stand and where you comfortably sit. So yeah, I think it's very, very important, I guess, to have this discussion and talk about finding yourself really and uh, being confident in it and uh, owning it. Any thoughts? It's very important, as you've stated. Um, Definitely for someone who's going through a lot of life changes, it's easy Mm. to get caught up in um, what people expect of you, Mm -hmm. what you think you should be, and who who you actually are. Definitely, yes. Yeah. Do you have an experience of having a midlife, uh, midlife, not a midlife crisis, crisis. <laughs> midlife an identity crisis? crisis. <laughs> yeah. So I think for an a identity lot of, crisis, for guys. a lot of people that are practicing Muslims and want to be practicing Muslims, they might not be able to mm. find like-minded individuals near them. Mm-hmm. It's easy to sort of know who you are if you're surrounded with people that you're comfortable with. Yeah. And people that you are, um, you know, associate with or want to be like. Um, but if your nafs, if your inner self is at odds with those around you, then it's really difficult to find who you are or who you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I was sort of uh, starting to get interested in the dean, or even before that, knowing that I had certain values and morals that the rest of society didn't really hold, especially at college, like college at school and university there are different groups of people anyway people tend to naturally fall into certain groups of popularity or certain groups of interest you know you've got the people that are into sports the people that are into you know the popular kids or the 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 geeky kids or whatever the emos or whatever you want to call it you don't really know where you stand um so yeah i remember bouncing from group to group as i've mentioned on on other podcasts bouncing from group to group trying to figure out who I was and what, what I would accept. And there'd always, there'd always be something that was at odds with um, my own values, despite the fact that I might not have been practicing. Um, but then later on, you know, realizing actually there's a group of people that I can identify with uh, that do share the same values and embedding myself in that group. Uh, and now, as an adult, the new challenges are uh, how do you identify yourself when you give up so much of yourself for the sake of you know your child or your marriage or Mm. you know what who are you if not anything but a provider or a caregiver or a mother or a father yeah yeah I think for me for you it was when you was in your teenage years I think for me it was more um when I became not really a wife but when I became a mother just as you said now um I think that's when I started to have an identity crisis because I then labeled myself as just a mother and just a wife and I didn't know what else I was other than those things and that can fall down to a lot of things that can fall down to the fact that I um stopped working out of choice and I maybe wasn't as stimulated or preoccupied with things that I would have done prior to being married or prior to having a child because when I uh I didn't have a child when I wasn't married I was working full time um I had a quite an active social life I was always doing things that I enjoyed and obviously it's a drastic change when you become a wife and you become a mother things change and priorities come into play 
so yeah, I think for me that's something that I've been struggling with quite a lot since my son Suleiman has been born. He's nearly coming up to three years now. Alhamdulillah, Allahumma barik. Um, and it's yeah, I think it's just it's very important for us as women and for us as human beings to find out who we are and not get lost in the labels that are added onto us as a person. So for me, those labels are a mother and a wife. I'm also, or I am Amina. And a mother and a wife are just an addition to who I am as a person. They're not who I am entirely. They're just an addition on. And they're a very important part of who I am. Don't get that part wrong. Um, But yeah, so I think it's just... It's all down to ourselves to learn to empower ourselves. To take charge in order to truly learn about ourselves accept ourselves and rock who we are with full confidence and sometimes I think that I think that that is something that can really be damaged when you're going through um, this kind of struggle of trying to find out who you are your confidence and your self-esteem really does hit rock bottom because you're constantly in the battle with who you are who you should be what people expect you to be and what you actually are um yeah so with that said I think do you think that there are any tips that you can give since you've alhamdulillah i'd say come out of there i'm still going through that whole process of finding myself i think you've you've done you've done quite well and actually know exactly who you are and are very comfortable in your skin i think maybe um <clears throat> realizing that we often feel a certain type of way because we we give people more power than they deserve over us Mm-hmm. So people's opinions, people's thoughts, what we think people might say or feel or think about us, we give that so much power over us because words can't harm you. It's just your reaction that harms you. It's your reaction to thoughts of others or what people say to you or what people's expectations are of you. It's your reaction to all of that that determines how you feel. For example, if someone was to shout at you in the street, Amina, yeah. say something like, you know, dirty Muslim, go home, mm-hmm. right? Which, you know, it can happen. It happens. It happens, <laughs> it can happen, right? Yeah. Your natural normative reaction is to get super upset and outraged by it. Mm-hmm. You know, either Definitely. fight or flight. You either fight back or you just regress into this hole. And yeah. actually, what has upset you? Because has his, has his physical... Has the sound waves actually penetrated you and damaged you in a physical way? Like, are you mm. biologically damaged from this? Yeah. Or is it actually you've consumed that put it into your mind allowed that to affect you and then your you know the output of that the equation of that is now i am sad and upset yeah yeah definitely definitely i totally agree with that and that's that's advice you've given me personally on many occasions when things like that have happened you've told me choose not to be harmed and you won't be harmed yeah exactly um you've told me many times just to i think if when when somebody is confident in themselves and self-assured then nothing can sway them and nothing can move them. Regardless of how negative the comment may be, they know exactly who they are and what they represent. And yeah. like you said, if someone was to say something to me about my religion or the way I'm dressed, because I'm so confident in who I am and so self-assured, I wouldn't really care what that person's thoughts are because they don't matter. If you believe in yourself enough, mm-hmm. then you won't need to believe in other people. Yeah. And the thing is, we put we believe in even strangers too much. That's why yeah, we value definitely. what they say and their opinion of us. Yeah, but do you think, do you, going a slightly a little bit off topic, but do you think that that can be because of people's upbringings? For me, I definitely feel like 
I give people's opinions way too much importance because that's the way I was brought up and because of the culture that I was brought up in where it's constantly oh be careful of what that person may think or say of you oh or or don't do this and don't do that and what will people think and what will people say so from a young age you're constantly exposed to having to basically please others or live up to other people's expectations and what they expect of you as a person or as a child or as a woman or as a female Mm. um it's kind of hard to break out of that habit and it's something that i am very much trying to and i do i have the older i've got the more toxic i've realized it is that's the, the the benefit of being muslim is that we have something that supersedes everything else in terms of opinion which is Allah's opinion of us Allah's yeah, view of us alhamdulillah, if you yeah. put that first then no, no one can argue with it and that's your objective truth mm. I think now nowadays I think the more practicing I become and the older I get the more I realize if I haven't physically done anything that goes against Allah his sharia his religion and I can confidently say that with Allah, I am content in what I have done or what I have said or whatever's going on in that moment of my life. Then I can rest assured because I know I haven't done anything wrong in terms of Islam. And that's when I start to calm down a bit and my thoughts and worries about how other people perceive me or what other people's opinions may be subsides. Yeah. But again, it's falling back into the trick of, oh, what do people think and what would people say? And you're not good enough or you're not you're not up to the standards that that person wanted you to be etc and it's just like you said i guess but that's it, it like all it is him. is you you know you, the worry of not being good enough it's not necessarily you've done something questionable mm. it's um it could be anything it could be from cooking a meal and then being so concerned of what people's opinion is on that meal yeah or you know um well, yeah, that's probably one of the most obvious ones. You know, mm. you, you make something, or you produce something, or you 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 know you invite people around for dinner, and then all you can think about is what they're going to think of the house. Or <laughs> do you know what I mean? This is it. So, yeah. but all of that doesn't matter because Allah isn't looking at how impressive your. But he's looking at your is. efforts, right? Yeah, he's looking at the actual intention in the first place. Mm-hmm, definitely. And that's often the easiest thing to fix because it's just a mindset thing. You don't yeah. have to put blood, sweat, and tears into making a cake you can just have the intention to do so you know yeah i guess so yeah yeah you're right um other things that i think will help as well with finding out who you are and becoming more content and comfortable with yourself as a human being um is actually sitting down and for some people it's it's journaling now i've tried it and at times it has been amazing and very therapeutic and other times it hasn't really done much maybe because i haven't had the time or I just haven't been relaxed enough to sit down and enjoy it. But I would highly recommend um, for those who do want to go on the self-discovery journey and do feel like it's something that they need, even just for fun really, um, sit down and actually take time to explore and learn about yourself. Um, And some of the things to look at are um, what are your innate talents? your strengths your weaknesses what are your learned skills um what are your passions and interests uh and what are your successes so by looking at those things you get an idea of who you are um and be brutally honest with yourself especially when it comes to weaknesses be brutally honest with yourself so you know where where you need to improve things or you may want to change things or fix things and another thing that i also highly suggest is to look at things that you would like to enhance 
So that could be habits to change. For example, may, maybe somebody bites their nails and they're, they're kind of getting at a stage where they're fed up of it and they want to stop biting their nails. Um, it could be uh, values to enhance. So that could be uh, for somebody, if somebody is very family orientated, it could be to take more time out and spend time with family or it could be someone who's who's very uh, into socializing. It could be to try and have more days to socialize, whatever it is that you have as a core value, enhance it basically. Um, skills you'd like to learn so that could be enhancing your education enhancing your spiritual development enhancing your own personal personality development whatever it is uh, or to whatever it may be something that you find you enjoy and something that adds on to your development and your stimulation and your education side um, and qualities you'd like to adapt that can be things like giving more charity or it can be like taking more time out for yourself and giving yourself some self-importance it could be it could be whatever you make it whatever you want it to be really um and you can like i said you can also add it into a spiritual side of adding more ibadah and trying to increase your iman and having more taqwa of allah and these are all things that you can do to try and help explore who you are and better who you are as a person and become more confident and comfortable with with that it's a big big task though isn't it oh yes it's a working progress i've been stuck for two years now since i gave birth alhamdulillah i feel like i'm getting better as time goes on and i'm i'm getting stronger at it and realizing the importance of it the more time passes me by and i realized i really need to kick myself into gear and start prioritizing myself and figuring out who I am and what I want to be and who I want to be um and yeah empowering myself really Mm. instead of just being comfortable with the label of I'm just a wife I'm just a mother as much as those labels are beloved to me and they are a huge huge part of me and they've made me the woman I am today I also am Amina who once was never a mother and who once was never a wife so yeah it's just about giving each it's just about giving each side um their due respect and their due rights basically and being the best version of yourself as you can be Mm. without missing out parts there's a lot of untapped potential in all of us and um, Mm. i think our biggest fear is um is trying and failing you know, yes, that's my biggest fear. That's why I stop myself from doing many things, which yeah. you always tell me off for. But every great person or everyone who's ever achieved anything has tried and fa- failed yeah. a million times before they've succeeded in anything. So um, it's the impediment of action that actually destroys us. Like never, never even trying and then dying with the regret. Yeah, you know that's. I'm not saying dying with the regret is a set is 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 always going to be the same for us in our deed. But um, reaching a, maybe reaching a, a stage in your life where actually it's impossible to ever try again. Mm. Right now, you've got opportunities in front of you that you might never have when you're older. Yeah, so why definitely. not just take advantage of them now? Definitely, yeah. I think, yeah, just I think as a person or as a, as a listener, maybe take time out, ponder and reflect on these things, and just uh, yeah, try and discover who you are and what you represent. Um, and I just think that in general, like I was saying earlier, it's it's natural for all of us to go through this midlife crisis. Uh, I keep saying midlife crisis. You've, you've really grown up, haven't you? <laughs> I really have. Sorry, this identity crisis. Um, and, and the thing is, it can go in two different ways because 
when we look at it as Muslims, from a Muslim perspective, it can go two totally different ways. It could go the way where you actually, Alhamdulillah, Allah grants you guidance and grants you hidayah and you become practicing and righteous and you have fear of Allah and taqwa. And it takes you down the right path because you're doing what you were created to do. You're fulfilling your purpose and that definitely will make you feel whole. And through that empowerment, you will also be taking care of the other aspects of your life because you can't be conscious of Allah and have taqwa of Allah and be righteous and not give your body its due rights, not give your your mental state its due rights, not give your um, yourself the rights that it deserves and that Allah has placed upon you because we, also, we often say that... Um, we need to take care of our iman definitely we need to take care of our relationship with allah definitely but we also forget about the side of ourselves and our relationship with allah we also forget that allah gave us this body as a gift allah gave you your mental capacity your mental health allah gave you your sound mind as a gift to cherish and to take care and to look after and if anything to strengthen and enhance and most of the time we neglect it, forgetting that that also in itself is a, is an act of ibadah, that in itself is a worship, because you're looking after something that Allah has entrusted you with. Um, so yeah, I think it's very important to also, when you look at it from an Islamic perspective, it's so important not to neglect yourself in those areas as well. Um, so yeah, like you could go down that route, like I said, of, of spiritually finding who you are and that leading to you bettering and enhancing all aspects of your life. Or you could go down the route of self-destruction and declining Allah and jumping from sin to sin or desire to desire or religion to religion and not really fulfilling your purpose because you don't know what that is or you're in denial of wanting to find out what it is. So yeah, I... Um, yeah, I think that I think that it's it's very important for us as Muslims as well to take care of that side of ourselves. I think you're doing a good job so far. <laughs> I'm I'm I was very nervous. I still am, but inshallah, I'm hoping with more episodes, I'll become more confident and more comfortable with with the with this this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> so I have I have a, a quote actually that I actually it really really resonates with me and it speaks volumes to me and I'm hoping and I'm sure it will speak volumes to you um, and basically it is step into the fire of self-discovery this fire will not burn you it will only burn what you are not and that just speaks volumes to me because when you don't know who you are and you don't have this self-assurance and self-confidence you most likely have a lot of negative connotations you most likely have a lot of negative aspects that you think you are or negative things that you automatically add on to yourself but when you are so self-assured and you know exactly who you are they all just fade away because you know who you are and you know that you are definitely not those negative things that somebody has put into your head or society has told you you are or somebody has made you feel you are for some people um speaking from my own experience as a mother it could be mum guilt it could be the fact that you think that you're not a good enough mother but when you're so self-assured in the fact that you try your best and you're doing and giving your child everything and you're all and you're confident in that you will no longer feel like you're the you're not that good of a mother or you're not good enough because you know you've done your best 
and the negative side of it will fade away but so yeah um i think it's just uh it's just food for thought really because at the end of the day we are our own worst enemies and it's what we choose to feed our mind our thoughts ourselves um that that determines who we are and what we become and how we feel and think about ourselves really we have a lot more power over our own mind and our own um self-image that we think um mm. a lot of it's little choices invisible choices that we make every single day yeah that furthers us into a hole that maybe in the long term we don't want to be part of mm. um so take steps to be self-conscious be self-conscious about what you're thinking and why you're doing certain things mm. are you doing them for yourself are you doing them because that's what society expects of you um or are you doing it to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yes yeah. why yeah. Why shouldn't that be your first and foremost mm. paramount you know objective mm. put that on the forefront and the rest should fall into place yeah like I was saying if you could make anything an act of ibadah and a, a form of worship with the right intention you could and just like I was saying doing this in itself can be a beautiful act of worship for Allah um, because you're not only trying to strengthen and enhance who you are as a person but you're protecting and you're taking care of the gift that Allah has given you for those who have sound minds alhamdulillah for those who have bodies that are able to do things that some aren't subhanallah um, and just uh, bettering who you are as a person to allow yourself to flourish into the best Muslim you could be the best sister you could be the best brother you could be the best wife, husband, daughter, son whatever it may be, the best version of yourself. Um, and I just wanted to finish um, with an, an ayah actually from Surah Al-Sharh, Surah Al-Hashr, sorry, not Surah Al-Sharh, Surah Al-Hashr. And it is, A'udhu Billahi Min Shaitan Rajeem, Bismillah Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, and be not like those who forget Allah, so he made them forget themselves. Those are the defiantly disobedient. So again, it's just re- reiterating the point that... Um, knowing your true purpose on this earth and in this dunya is first and foremost to worship your lord and to fulfill the reason why you were created is to be the best muslim you can and to worship allah to the best of your ability to abide by his rulings and to forsake what he has made haram for us and forbade and to be in the lah try and um journey ourselves onto the akhirah in in a beautiful in a beautiful way and and try and hopefully uh, attain the highest level of jannah and that could be through so many different ways and this could be one of them and i just want people to understand that um this is also something that deserves you to take time out for and take care of with that said i think that should be it inshallah inshallah um this has been episode one of yours truly um please do leave me your feedback i would love to hear how good of a job we did or how bad of a job we did (laughs) well i did my husband's quite experienced in this now i'm i'm still a rookie um and any feedback uh please do let us know or um, any topics you'd also like us to speak about in the future or you'd like me to speak about let me know inshallah i do plan on having female guests as well But I'm just going to see how it goes for now. And the more I do, the more experience I'll have, the more better I'll be getting at this, inshallah. Um, So yeah, down below, I will leave my uh, socials where you can reach me for your feedback. 
So you can either direct message me on Instagram, which is hiddenucht underscore, or you can email me at uh, yours truly hiddenucht at gmail.com, inshallah. I w- like I said, I will leave them in the description box below. Take care of yourselves and assalamu alaikum.